What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil from Real Talk with Ezra, and today we have a special, special guest who uh, has created a special, special project, and if you just want to go introduce yourself and let's get into it. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Eris Crutchfield. I'm 21 years old. I go to Virginia State here. I'm a social work major, minor psychology. Um, I'm from Richmond, and I am the founder and president of the Blue Heart Project. Now, the Blue Heart Project, because we've been trying to get events going for it on campus. Um, but tell the people who don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, that what is the Blue Heart Project? So the Blue Heart Project is, legally speaking, a community organization. It will be a nonprofit soon. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, inside of that, I also have three branches. Um, one is LLC called From Tierras Into Crowns, where I instill self-love, self-worth, and self-identification into girls ages 8 through 18. Um, then we have, oh yeah, and then that we do like workshops and presentations and things of that nature. Then we have Beautiful Ladies United. That is a sector that me and my business partner are building now mm -hmm. um she's already started an org on campus she attends old dominion university and i'll be starting it as an org on campus next semester here at virginia state Dope. and then we have the blue heart movement where basically we make the community around us a better place in that we've done series of events and like you know giveaways raffles and things like that so it's basically a tenfold piece mm -hmm. you know essentially i believe that if you want to be the change you know you got to change <laughs> like you know you got to put it out there yeah. so it's just like that <laughs> that's what's up um we we were on a phone call a few weeks ago and you you were talking about how um you had had an interview with nbc mm -hmm. and um and basically it didn't go the way you wanted it to yes um but i mean we're here today and we're no shade to nbc don't sue me um, <laughs> but we're gonna do this episode this interview the right way uh, no shade so let's just dig right in so what what made you want to create the blue heart project like what are the origins so a plethora of things made me want to establish this um for one we could just start off from my earliest years i you know growing up you know everybody was like oh when i grow up i want to do this i want to do that I never knew exactly what I wanted to do. I just always would write, like, I'm going to be the CEO of my own company. Mm. Like, it was no, you know, I just knew that. I didn't want to work for nobody. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to be my own boss. So, you know, 10 years later, I have this idea of the Blue Heart concept. Now, growing up, I experienced a whole lot of things as far as trauma, you know, abuse, and just, you know, life-altering situations where it's like I really could be, cold out here and right. really just not be who I feel like God created me to be. Right. So in that, I came up with um, the organic <laughs> blue heart concept mm -hmm. where, you know, we learned in science that our blood and our organs and everything's like that are blue until oxygen hit, then it's red. Mm -hmm. So with that, the blue heart would be the heart before trauma, the mm. heart before, you know, the toxic or you know, life-altering situations or anything that, you know, tries to just take you out of your character type mm -hmm. thing. So I felt like, you know, it was very important for me to practice that because I saw how easy it was for me to change, mm -hmm. you know. And I thought to myself, like, dang, like, I'm such a good person. I have such a big heart. You know, I'm so just genuine. Why do all these bad things keep happening to me? Right. And, you know, it's it's a blessing and a curse, but now I look at more so it's like a blessing because mm -hmm. like 
why why be like everybody else and let everything get to me when I can just keep on, you yeah. know, elevating in life and just know that this is my purpose and my mission behind it. Wow. So, And then just being the help that I needed growing yeah. up too. Like, you know, a lot of girls, um, regardless, we go through the same thing. Women, you know, girls, whatever. Um, and, you know, we don't necessarily always have that mentor or mm-hmm. that somebody to look up to, especially nowadays. Like, everybody looking at Instagram, social right. media, you know, influencers as, okay, so this is what I have to do to you know, accumulate status or wealth or success for myself. And you don't have to do none of that. You really can just make a living off of being true to yourself. That's so. very true. That's very true. I love it. Uh, one question I would have is, like, you talked about change, being that change. What was that moment, um, if you if you want to talk mm-hmm. about it, that it was just like, nah, like, something's got to give. I, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, God, like, what... Show me what I need to do so I can get out of this. What was that moment? Um, as far as like putting the trauma behind me, or as far as realizing like this is my purpose. No, either one. Okay. Um, I will say, as far as leaving the trauma behind me, I saw how recent. Well, it was pretty recent. I saw how like my daddy issues were starting to affect my mental. Okay. Um. I never wanted to be that person, like, niggas not shit because of the one example I had or because of my exes or anything like that. So it's just like, but I saw how, like, being that I was a daddy's girl, you know, for 18 years of my life. And then all of a sudden it was just a whole 360. Like, that really fucked me up (laughs) because, you know, it it, it really kind of... I wouldn't say necessarily show me that anybody is liable to switch up on you. Yes, that was a lesson, mm-hmm. but I didn't like how I was starting to be with other people outside him that I wasn't angry at or didn't have any, you know what I'm saying, malice feeling mm-hmm. towards. Um, but I'll say that I knew this was my purpose the first time I did a workshop with girls. And I heard the impact I was making to them as far as like, you know, the first day I was working with them to like, the day before the last day I was working with them, like, the things that were developing in their mind, it was just like, I receive a certain fullness from this mm-hmm. that I can't even put into words. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing else gives me that feeling. Not nothing. Not wow. food, not a trip, not a man. <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm a very passionate person. So, you know, when I do something, I really try to put my heart into everything. But this, like... This is why I was put here, mm-hmm. like, for real. Let's talk more about that first time. Like, how was it? What kind of event was it? Like, what were your emotions with mm-hmm. it? Were you nervous? Were you scared? Like, <laughs> how, how was the first event overall? So, I feel like life is tenfold, you know. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I'm a product of Parks and Recreation, Richmond Public Schools, okay. stuff like that in yeah. the city. So, my first workshop was actually at Blackwell Community Center, the community center that I used to go to when I was little. Mm. So that was a very tenfold situation with me, but the girls were not like how I was when I was there. I mean, some similarities, of course, but, you know, it's it's a dip, you know, like mm-hmm. a 10-year some gap. So, yeah. I mean, but I was so nervous. I was so nervous, and I just wanted them to just really appreciate what I was trying to do for them. I didn't want to sound preachy. I didn't mm-hmm. want to sound like, you know, this overbearing big sister or mother. But for real, what has gotten me through in my workshops and just mentoring period, just keeping it real, like just talking. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like 
we don't receive as young people when we feel like we're being preached at right. or talked down to. I'm trying to put y'all on game. Mm-hmm. And I walk into all of my presentations, workshops, and everything like that. Just like that. I didn't come here to preach to y'all. And I'm trying to get y'all free game. Mm-hmm. Because y'all think this world's sweet because y'all this age. I'm trying to tell y'all once y'all graduate or whatever, you know, situation they're in. Yeah. You, life going to hit you. And I want y'all to be well prepared. Because mm-hmm. nobody necessarily prepared me to be a woman in 2020 and black. Nobody Right. I had to, you know, we have Absolutely. to experience that for ourselves. So, yeah. you know, if I could, our slogan is cultivating the true essence of queendom, one girl at a time. Mm. So if I could just impact one girl out of the dozens, I your job is I, done. My job is done. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, you talk about trauma um, and, and pain. So, so what what is trauma and pain to you? To me, trauma and pain is a lot of things. Now, since I've got gotten through a lot of it, I feel like it's a lesson. I feel like in life, you're given the same lessons and tests until you pass. I feel like, you know, your test might be somebody else's testimony. I don't feel like we experience things in life just for us. Mm-hmm. I feel like we experience things in life to share wisdom and knowledge. Because as we know, knowledge is power. Knowledge is, you know what I'm saying? You can't really do nothing in the world if you're ignorant to a degree. True. So now it's just like I have that heightened, <laughs> you know, perspective of what that is. But then I just felt like people was terrible <laughs> and that I was stupid and I just let people walk all over me or treat me any type of way because I have a big heart. Because now it's like, okay, I got a big heart, but nobody's ready to play with me. Absolutely. I left that in my adolescence. So it's just like, that's now how I look at it. So in your time, did you ever feel like it was your fault, like with whatever that was happening? Yes, oh, wow. and and that was before I realized what my purpose and my mission was. Like I would go back and forth with myself. Of course, like you know, well I'm just gonna be cold. I'm just gonna do them how they do me. You know, like I'm just gonna stop. You know, like this is my fault. Like I'm too nice. I too I give too much. I give too many chances. And I feel like as women, you know, we more emotional anyway. Yeah. We give so much before we be like, okay, this is, but, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, um, you in in the Blue Heart Project, you talk about these three S's. Yes. Now let's let's break that down to me because you you never told me what they all were, but I'm I'm excited to know because yeah. these three S's sound like they're very vital and important. Yeah. Like, what are these three S's so in the Blue I've- Heart Project? So I briefly ran across them um, when I explaining what I instill instead of young girls, mm-hmm. and that's self-love, self-worth, and self-identification. So those are the three S's. Okay. So that's practice throughout my entire organization. Let's break them down. Okay. <laughs> so self-love first, no, self-identification, I would say it's first and foremost, okay. because it's just like, I feel like in order to love yourself, you got to know yourself. You know, like I've come to a point now where it's like can't nobody tell me about me but me Mm. and not to say that i'm not still growing not to say that i've of course i haven't reached my fullest potential but it's just like you know i went through a period in my life where it's like you know i'm a real relationship type of person okay right now i'm in a relationship but this is by far the healthiest relationship i've ever been that's good but i will say that i used to let people and things consume me to the point where it's like 
if I didn't have that person, if I didn't have that thing going for myself, I would feel lost. Mm. I would feel like I didn't have no purpose or whatever the case may be. So in taking the time I took from my last relationship to now, it's like, you know, I really have gotten a better grasp on who I am. Now I know more so who I want to be as well. Then you get into the worth. You know, I feel like it's important for everybody to know the worth, not just women. Like, you know, because if not, like how I was, you'll let people walk all over you. You'll let people do things to you. And it's just like, you know, you have to be careful with yourself. I feel like, you know, life is so precious and mental health is so precious. Like, stuff will wear on you and wear on you and wear on you. And then one day, you know, because I've been suicidal, you know, I've been depressed and all of that um thank god i'm not in that state any longer Mm -hmm. however it's like you you really have to stand on whatever you feel like you're going to allow in your life because i mean essentially whatever you allow will continue so i feel like everybody if everybody just go ahead and set boundaries and standards for themselves early a whole lot of nonsense that happens in people's lives wouldn't necessarily go down Mm -hmm necessarily because you know when love is involved and all of that it, it gets it gets tricky right but yeah and then lastly um what i do self i think oh self-love and then you get to the self-love mm, you the know sweet part. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet part and honestly the misconception with self-love is that it's always sweet it's not i talk to myself very roughly mm. when i feel like i'm slipping and to a point now where i can even say i'm hard on myself And I guess that's because I have a lot of trouble in appreciating the moment because Mm -hmm. I know where I want to be. You feel what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. like, by 30, I want to be a multimillionaire. I'm 21 now. That only gives me nine years. Right. Right. I'm not, you feel what I'm saying? Like, school is taking my time. I'm not going to graduate until I'm, like, 23. Mm -hmm. So then in that, what, that's seven more years to stack like that? Yeah. Like, I put so much pressure on myself, though, because... I want so much for myself. And I feel like, you know, nowadays, a lot of females, they're so reliant on, well, I'm just going to marry rich. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just be with somebody that's going to, you know, have all these things. So, you know, it's a a joint thing now. And I don't want to be that woman. Now, granted, I I don't want to mess with, you know, any, marry anybody that's going to, you know, not be in the same caliber as me. Right. But it's like, you know, if I, if I claim, like, I deserve this, this is my worth, this is who I am, this is who I'm going to be, mm-hmm. that needs to all fall in line. Like, it can't be any, you know? Right. But, yeah, so, it, it can be sweet. I would definitely say it can be sweet, you know, take treating yourself and all of that good stuff. But, Self-love ain't always sweet. And honestly, you know, everybody claims, like, they want honesty, they want real, but it starts with yourself. Sometimes you're not going to like it, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying, too. So it's just like, you know, starting with yourself, if you can't even be real with yourself or, you know, have all these things going on internally with inside of you, how can you expect to even receive that in the world? Because I definitely believe whatever you put out, you're going to get back. Right. So, if that explains that. No, I definitely understand <laughs> that. A question um, I do have mm-hmm. is that, you know, 
I love it all. I really love it all, especially with um, the tiara to crowns and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But um, what do you do like for the men that are like having do that are um, dealing with trauma and you mm -hmm. know situation that you've dealt with? Cause mm -hmm. it, it goes both ways, right? Um, and I think now men are being more um, acceptive of it. Uh, well, being accepted accepting themselves mm -hmm. um and the hurt that they go through mm -hmm. so like what are some of the things that you do um you know if a, if a, a man comes your way and saying that yeah could how could you help me mm -hmm. with the things that i'm dealing with so i will say that the blue heart project is geared towards women mm -hmm. that have experienced life altering and or traumatic circumstances however I'm a social work major, mm -hmm. and after I graduate, I plan on being a life coach. Oh, wow. So that will not only go along with what I have going on already, but that'll open the floodgates to accept any type of clientele. Because mm -hmm. it's just like, I feel like I am comfortable working with women and girls because I was that and I am that. Yeah. I can't really, I mean, I can talk to dudes as far as on that level, but y'all experience the world differently Different. than we do. Mm -hmm. So I will definitely want to be licensed <laughs> yeah. before I start just thinking I can just, you know, help everybody and I don't have that proper, you know, education yeah. behind what I'm telling you because mm -hmm. I could just be giving you straight advice and then you go do what I say and then now your whole situation works. Yeah. And that falls back on me. So until I am licensed... I can talk to you, you know, give you tips, advice, but I don't. That's all I can do no, for me right now. I understand <laughs> that. Uh, a few more questions before we go out. Um, so what would you tell yourself? And I mean, you're doing all these great things for, for women. But what would you say to to yourself, like, like the 8, 10-year-old self? Like, what would you tell yourself um, from what you learned from, like, all, everything that, mm. that you've been through and what you're teaching other girls now? Your circumstances are not your story. Mm. Off, off, off the roof. Um, you're more than what, you're see, what you see and what you're afforded. Because I come from the inner city, you know. So it's, it's different from the county in Richmond. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know... I wouldn't say it's like poverty, but it's like poverty. <laughs> you feel me? So it's just like, you know, growing up, I didn't really have examples and role models. I just knew what I didn't want to be like. I love my family, but nobody in my family has done what I'm trying to do. Hmm. Not on the bigger scale of things. You know, I want the Blue Heart Project to outlive me. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be a serial entrepreneur because I want to establish generational wealth for generations to come after me, you feel me? So it's just like, definitely those two. And most importantly, you can do whatever you put your mind to. Don't ever let nobody try to limit you or put you in a box or make you feel small. Like, this world is really yours with hard work. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have a thought, it's possible. You didn't think that because it's impossible. Right. So, yeah. Simple as that. And last question. Uh, what would you just want to tell the people, you know, as a close of remarks? Um, well, I would just want to tell the people, you know, like, I really am love and light. I really feel like that is my purpose beyond this. You know, I feel like my purpose in the world is to bring light to people's darkness. Um, 
But I will say, too, you know, just to piggyback off of the whole NBC thing, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a, hmm, how can I put this? I'm not a victim no more. Mm-hmm. I'm a survivor. And I'm choosing everything I've experienced to help other people, not for a pity party, not to be like, oh, oh, my God. She's so pretty. Like, I would never think that. Like, no. Um, this is this is something I take serious. Um, and also, I'll be expanding next semester here to bring it as an org. So, um, if anybody wants to contact me or follow us on Instagram at BLU Heart Project um, for more updates and information, they can do that. And, yes, this is going to be a revolutionary movement. I'm excited for it. Thank you. No problem. So, <laughs> hey, everybody, listen. The Blue Heart Project is is next up and is going to change the world. I I believe it. So, if you have any any situations, any trauma that you know you you are ready to, you know, talk about, definitely check out the Blue Heart Project and don't forget to love yourself at the end of the day. Um. So, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it and. This is Real Talk with Ezra. Y'all have a great day. See you soon.